I'm Ross Kickle, and on this episode of American Reef, we've got another freshwater planet tank episode coming at you. In this video, we're heading back over to Mike Paletta's where we're going to check out that freshwater planted tank about a year or so after we've seen it last. Now, if you pay attention in this video, you'll realize it's a little bit older, meaning Mike talks about some kind of experiments that he's going to do on his tank. And what I wanted to do was release the results video close to this video. So A, you've got a little bit older video here. B, a new video is coming at you pretty soon with the results of his freshwater planted tank experiments. Remember, if you have any kind of aquatic purchases you plan on making, give my sponsors a chance to earn your business. That's Bulk Reef Supply, Premium Aquatics, Tunzi, Ecosystems. Again, great, honest, good guys that deserve a chance to earn your business. I think you'll be more than happy with the goods and services they provide. So again, if you have any aquatic purchases, give them a shout. Don't forget, Bulk Reef Supply, Premium Aquatics, Tunzi, as well as Ecosystems. Now let's check out that video. How are you today? Good. I like your tank. <laughs> it's actually an eye catcher for everyone. Most people's humans are, are much more attuned to looking at yellow and green light. Right. So this tank catches their eye even more than the reef tanks, which are primarily blue. So this tank is a real eye catcher, and it's in a nice location. I can look at it every morning for breakfast. I can look at it when I'm watching TV. Right. And believe it or not, unlike saltwater fish. I can pretty much do everything, and for the most part, the fish are there, they did it. They don't scatter like they do in a, in a reef tank. So it's a much calmer tank from my point of view. Okay, so uh, last time we recorded, it was like, I want to say spring-ish of 2015. Right, it was approximately a year ago. Right. And obviously everything has grown in. Uh, I now have to harvest plants out at least once a month. And when I say harvest, I still have some... Uh, stem plants that I cut back to six inches and within two weeks they're back up to the water surface. I've had to thin the java fern a lot of times. Uh, the anubias are producing, the crypts are growing nice, uh, the uh, water lilies right. are, are really growing and it's been a, a very nice tank to maintain. I've played with it some, actually I've played with it a lot because it's what I do, because <laughs> I've tried to make it easier to maintain and easier to do. Because one of the rules of reef keeping is the simpler it is, the more likely we are to do it. So I try to do the same thing here. And in that vein, some of the things I've done, I, I now do once a week water changes. I had gone for three months. I went to doing them once a month. Yep. That was a disaster. Why? What did that happen? The plants, the java ferns started turning black. The crypts started fading. The anubias, nothing really liked but I can I'll have to be dirty right, water. Right, right. So I've now gone back to once a week. Everything has grown back and grown more robust. Uh, I 
changed over the iron to a do-it-yourself iron mix, mm -hmm. which is a lot easier and a lot less expensive than buying the bottled iron where you're primarily paying for water. Sure. I add that every day. And how much do you add, roughly? Roughly 40 milliliters, okay. or roughly 30 milliliters. Okay, so I mean, it's not a, it's more of a capful-ish. Yeah, it's, okay. it's actually more of a, uh, yeah, it's a medicine cap. Yeah, 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 a lot, okay. So I add one of those a day, and I've gone away from, I was using all the Seachem additives, mm -hmm. and I was adding seven different things. I had a chart, I was adding them every day. According to the chart, everything was doing great, but I travel a lot, and no one likes to dump five bottles, right. five cups full of stuff in here every day. Right. My tank sitters were not happy with that. <laughs> so I tried to make it easier. I've now gone to where I'm just adding the iron, I'm adding Seachem XL, and I'm adding a nitrogen source. Okay, now what is the Seachem XL for the new guy? Uh, it's... Is it like a nutrient? Flourish XL. It's a nutrient and it sort of adds to the CO2. Okay. And that is the other thing that this tank has. is It's CO2 for 12 hours a day. Right. So in that regard, with the CO2 managed on a timer, it clicks off an hour before the lights go on, off. Right. And clicks on an hour before the lights go on. So I have a nice CO2, roughly one to two bubbles per second. I have enough nutrients in there, plus with all the fish, everything is thriving right now. So I'm pretty happy with it. The iron, adding iron and adding cell every day is pretty easy. Mm -hmm. And the nitrogen twice a week. This is a pretty easy tank to maintain right now. Now you're not you're not doing any kind of hydro vacuuming or anything like that, right? I siphon stuff off the bottom, but to be honest, there's not a lot of dead or dying leaves in here. There's not stuff right. falling off or things rotting. Right. So when I do the bottom, there's not a whole lot going on. Plus, yeah. there's like eight catfish in here. Right. So anything that sort of hits the bottom, they pretty much get. There's also three placostomus in here. Mm -hmm. So for the most part, the, the tank runs itself. Now I am thinking of going to the next step because the other thing that I do is oh, hold it. No, you're not playing. This. Yeah, we we always have to play a little bit. Uh, obviously, I'm friends with Ling. I know I get a lot of grief for being friends with Ling, and I'm still waiting for that big fat paycheck from Ling. But <laughs> I do, I, everybody, Ling is Miracle Mud, right? Miracle Mud, synonymous. So Ling has been playing with some besides the saltwater tank. Ling's like we a tinkerer, and he's been playing with freshwater tanks. Right. And he set up on a couple of freshwater tanks, refugiums with his miracle mud in them, plants and shrimp, and the shrimp and the plants have done phenomenally well. And he claims that you can do this and not have to do water changes. Mm -hmm. So if I can get away with mm -hmm. doing even a once a month water change in here, which is a lot easier than doing four, I mean, it only takes me 35 minutes to do a water point. change, right, right. but it's still a couple hours I'll never get back. It's not right. like this is fun doing a water <laughs> change. It's just, you know, drudgery. Right, right. It's like cutting grass. So I'm going to take off the canister filter, which right now I also have to change out once a month. Okay. I take out literally all the guts of the water of the canister filter, change out the carbon, wash out the sponges, wash out the bottle right, bubbles, right. take out the brown gunk, because it, it's amazing how much stuff does accumulate in a filter in a month. Sure. And just put that in, uh, put an overflow box in. I will also take out the pump. I'll move the heater down below. I'll take the CO2 system out of there where it's going in on a glass uh, diffuser right. and put it into the circular diffuser, yep. which basically dissolves and pump it back into the tank. I'll get more efficient use of CO2 potentially. Right. Everything will be hidden. That may be the ticket. Right. So from my point of view, that's the next step in, in the evolution of my planet tank. <laughs> uh, so we're, I'm going to do that over the next month. So that's going to be really interesting because I just saw a tank yesterday. It was a little 10-gallon tank. Right. It had the nano rasboras in it. It had shrimp like crazy. Right. It had a carpet of uh, plants on the bottom. It right. had a couple other plants. 
I mean, it was a great looking tank. Right, right. So that's what my sump is going to be, which sounds <laughs> insane, but I hate wasting space. Yeah. I mean, right now all there is is an ugly canister filter. <laughs> so doing that, it's going to be interesting to see if I can get away with fewer water changes, if the plants do as well as they do now. I mean, I'd be happy if I only had to cut them once every two sure. weeks instead of every sure, week. Sure, sure. Because, I mean, these were cut last Thursday, and here it is Wednesday, and right. they're almost up to the surface again. Right, right. Okay, so actually, let's take a second. Let's do the commercial break, and I got a few questions for you. Certainly. the sump what kind of lights what's the lighting schedule how are you going to do all that i'm going to do just a, a strip light leds i'm not sure what kind i'm going to use yet there's a bunch of little ones mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't want to spend a lot of money doing a sump I, right, right so it's going to be something very simple it's just going to be running on a the pump coming back is just going to be a mag drive uh nine one of the smaller mag drives mm -hmm. it's going to do about 600 gallons an hour so it's basically going to run the water through here about 10 times per hour which is plenty for what i'm looking to do Hopefully what will happen is all the detritus will settle out in the sump, the shrimp will eat it, the plants will absorb the nutrients, Boom. everything's happy. Now, now back on the lighting, you're going to keep it on 24 hours? You're going to have opposite No, unlike, unlike Calerpa, plants like this, which are aquatic, but they're not marine mm, algae, right, right. only like 12 hours of light. But what I am going to do is I'm going to run it on an opposite cycle of this. Okay. This is on from 2 until 11. That's going to be on from 11 until 2. Basically what I'm hoping to do is increase the amount of CO2 and oxygen in the system, get them sort of into balance, and since I turn off the CO2 at night here, right. it'll be absorbed down there, so I'm hoping to get even nicer, more luxuriant growth. But it'll be interesting to see. It's just something I'm going to try. Sure. And do you think possibly you could eliminate the CO2 at some point? I don't think so. Right. I, I don't know of any nice planet tank that don't have CO2. Right. And realistically, I mean, I'm running the little canister in there right i fill it up once a year for right. 10 bucks right so it's not a big deal it's it's i hate playing with the plumbing and all the other stuff sure so if i can just put it in the diffuser which is a, a long tube where water spins in you inject the co2 in as a bubble it circles around for a while and then basically dissolves over time right so unlike here where i have bubbles going up to the surface in a really fine stream mm -hmm. i have some sucked into the canister filter to try and improve the diffusion with that, I'm just going to try the unit that diffuses it. Perfect. Um, now, there are a couple kind of 
for the new guys, right? In other words, when they buy calcium reactors or anything using the CO2, they always ask, hey, where can I get the CO2? Now, for you, where do you end up getting yours? I get it. There's a local air products company mm -hmm. uh, that's like five miles from here. Right. Or there's a beer distributorship. Everyone that has a beer distributorship nearby, people have kegs in their home, right. kegerators, and right. they have to fill up the CO2 canister to push that, right. they'll often just trade those out for you. And that's a key point though, the trading out, because if you go out and buy yourself a CO2, you know... Uh, yeah, they'll sell you a used CO2 canister because they have lots of them, right. and then you just trade it in and out. Right. That, that's the easiest ticket to do. Right. These this For this little five gallon tube, I don't do that. For my big CO2 reactor down there, I just trade out my CO2 canister. Right. I did at one point buy a new one, but that was 20 years ago, so it's yeah, no yeah. longer a new CO2 canister. And plus, for the CO2, they go through whatever safety regulations and all that stuff. Yeah, they have to test to make sure they don't explode and that kind of yeah, thing. It's always no, I've had, I've had one pop where it was yeah. really cold when they filled it, sure. and I put it in a warm car, uh -huh, sure. and the heat expanded and popped out the little wax thing. Sure. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when you get a massive amount of CO2, it feels like you're having a heart attack because no you pretty much are. <laughs> so I had to pull off the side of the road and open up all the windows because I thought I was having a heart attack. <laughs> Here it was with CO2 right. overexposure. Right. So I guess a, a little lesson to be learned? Yes. Crack don't, the windows. And don't, <laughs> and don't fill up your CO2 when it's like 12 below <laughs> yeah. zero and put it into a hot car. <laughs> right. Okay, so then uh, back to the sump, lighting, the CO2, you're going to have a diffuser. Um, again, are you planning on, since you're doing kind of the Miracle Mud thing, um, are you planning on eliminating the iron and all the other kind of stuff? Initially, I'm going to add it, and okay. then over time, I will see if I can reduce it. Okay. Sure. As, as I did when I changed the radion lights, initially I started off with the radions and metal halides, and then over time, I cut the metal halides back and back and back sure. until... Sure. I'm doing everything, I do everything more or less incrementally now instead sure. of these big things that cause major catastrophes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, having done this long enough, I know go slow, be patient, not necessarily my ballywick, <laughs> but I've learned the hard way. That's the best way to do these things. Um, and as far as kind of that gradual over time, one month, three months? How would... I'm thinking it's going to take me about six weeks to switch everything okay. over, right? Okay. Uh, I, I have the tank. I have to cut a little couple pieces of acrylic in it mm -hmm. to get the baffles right because mm -hmm. I want the baffle, one baffle to have the water going in from the overflow and another where the water flows over before it gets pumped back in. Sure. Once I have those two baffles in place, and then I'm going to have to set up a way to keep the fish and shrimp from getting sucked over the. So that's a, yeah, another. Yeah, yeah. You have to think of these things because <laughs> they're all stupid and they all get sucked into the pump. That'll there be it we go, them. and they're smaller too. So. Oh, they're all the so little nano rasboras and a little nano shrimp are gutter tiny. guard doesn't necessarily work for you, man. Yeah, so it'll be a, a, basically a sponge that goes across on egg crate. Now, okay, so on the overflow itself, are you planning on going with like a, a Tunzi or a CPR? I'm going with a CPR overflow. Okay, uh, it can handle way handle oversize what I'm doing here. Again, I'm going to have to construct it so that the fish don't get sucked in. Right, 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 right. But that's the one you have on your 90 in yeah, the sunroom. Yeah, in the sunroom. Yep, yeah. yep. Okay, good deal. And as far as the lights go on this one, you're happy with... Uh, I'm happy the with the radions. I'm potentially going to get the double radion, the little two of the smaller plant-based versions. Mm -hmm. Although I have to admit, this is not the, the quote-unquote plant-based right. light. This right. has more blue in it than they want with the plant-based ones. Mm -hmm. But the plant's coloration and growth has been way sure. above what I expected. Sure. So I'm quite happy with it. So it'll be interesting to see, that's another thing to see, how much better those plant lights are than this. Sure, sure. Makes sense. 
And now what about the like the, the fish side of it? Because I noticed those angels, for example, man, they doubled like in size. Yeah, what's interesting uh, is because this is so close to everything, mm -hmm. every time I walk into the kitchen and get a drink of water or something, I'll walk by, I'll grab a little bit of food. <laughs> and I, I'm talking a little bit. I mean, this is... Right, right. Just throwing a little bit of food for them. And by feeding them often, and basically all these fish are relatively small. Right, right. Feeding them five, six, seven times a day, I'm getting a lot faster growth. I Also, interestingly, I've gone away from feeding the freshwater fish frozen foods. Mm -hmm. I was feeding frozen Daphne, uh, bloodworm, stuff like that. Right, right. And then when I realized what the expense was, and it really... Right. Can't justify. I can justify it for my saltwater fish. I can't really justify it for these. Right. And to be honest, I've not seen right. any kind of a problem really? shifting over to flake and good quality flake and a good quality little pellet. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, everything's still very colorful, right? Even the uh, the grommies and I mean, just everything. Yeah, the rasboras, right? mm -hmm. the tetras. I mean, everything in here's yeah. been pretty happy. So I can't complain about how this tank is done. Sure. I mean, it's actually exceeded what my expectations were. Because I never expected I would have what I consider a, a right. successful plant tank because I never had before. Right, right. But I followed, I mean, I'd love to say this is all my design. It's not. Right. I basically copied this of everything I could see and find around here in the shops and in the uh, online. Right. So when, and then I'm getting the pet, the fish at uh, Wet Pets and uh, Aqua World. I've been able to stock it with what I've wanted and Oddball Pets. Sorry, they right. won't forget them. No, all right, right. I mean, there's three stores in Pittsburgh, luckily, that have right. freshwater fish to make this. And it really, I, I didn't put in anything crazy in here. I mean, there's some double red epistogrammas in here. I tried licorice garamis. Mm -hmm. They were great because they last about three minutes, and I never saw them again because all they do is hide. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I quit putting in real expensive fish, so now it's cardinal tetras I and other tetras I like. Us, yeah. But, I mean, in a, in a well-planted tank with black gravel, nothing really still yes. stands out like cardinal tetras. And even though this is daylight, it still shows up. But at night, this tank just yeah, yeah. glows. Well, and like I said, it's funny because you're my inspiration. That's why I'm starting up that other one. I love that look, right? Just yeah, and, and, and I said what's interesting is I'm actually going to be writing an article on this is mm. all the reef gurus I know right. now have plant tanks. <laughs> Sanjay has a gorgeous plant tank. Jason Fox has a gorgeous plant tank. Right. Joe Caparato, Unique Corals has a great plant tank. All the quote-unquote reefers right, right, now right. have these tanks, which is sort of their relaxing, their, yes. sort of their hobby tank. Yes, exactly. That's exactly it. I yeah. think it's freaking awesome. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's been fun in that way. I mean, I've, I've had some ups and downs. Oh, one other thing. Mm -hmm. Whenever I was running the CO2 all the time, Every a few, few mornings I realized it's too much. Right. All the fish were to surface. They were oxygen starved. So that's why I cut it down. That's also why I put a pump to oxygenate the top there of the water. Okay. So if you do run CO2, you will get even more amazing plant growth. But you got to watch what happens with your fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, you know, the little uh, planted tank fairy comes down and says, Mike, I'm going to allow you to plant any size planted tank and put anything in here and I'm going to do it all for no cost to you, right? Would you do the exact same thing? Would you go bigger, smaller? I, I, I like the 60-gallon tank okay. for this. Yep. Because the only thing I'm going to do if I have a bigger tank, I'm just going to put more little fish in it. I'm not going to stock it with big fish. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe I'd put rainbow fish in it or something. Sure. But for the most part, this is a, I'm very content, which I right. never say. That's a word right, right. very seldom used associated with me. Right. I'm very content with A, how this tank looks, B, how easy it is to maintain, and C, 
how long I mean this has been a year and a half roughly right, right. and it's it's been a, a, above what I expected and everybody that walks in the house when you walk in the front oh, door yeah. of my house this is what you see and pretty much everybody likes this tank yeah heck yeah fine I'm, I'm so I really wouldn't time. change anything I mean I've had a couple of people say oh you should have a 90 or a 120 and my question is why it's not mm -hmm. gonna make me any happier than this tank is. right I mean I have five other reef tanks so I don't really need right more tanks right right so for my freshwater tank this is this 60 Columnar tank is perfect. It's tall enough that the plants actually grow, and it gives you enough room. I mean, if I had more space, would I go maybe six inches wider? Yeah, but sure, that's not sure. going to happen. So sure. this, for me, this is a perfect size plant tank for just about anyone. I mean, you can do bigger, right? But I don't think you're going to actually do better. And then, as far as the filtration, you're saying, "Hey, let's see what this Miracle Mud stuff kind of does," right? Yeah. Because that your true goal there is, hey, if I can reduce the water changing. If I can reduce the amount of work I do on this tank, yep. it gives me more time to relax and enjoy things. And that's the whole goal of this hobby, is to have fun in doing it. And if I can grow shrimp and plants down there, right. then I have a whole nother little sure. ecosystem, which instead of adding a tank, all I've done is add a sump that actually adds to the benefit and ease of doing this tank. And that's what I'm looking for. Perfect. I guess so on that note, that's where we'll cut it. We'll come back after you've got that bad boy implemented for a week or two and kind of roll from there. Sounds good.